Hi everyone, welcome to Merch Money. Today we have Blake with us from Merch Campus. Yay. So excited. <laughs> welcome. Thanks Happy. for being here, Blake. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah, we, we've been wanting him on the show for a while. There was like a little bit of uh, schedule conflicts and then eventually it all worked out. We're so happy to have him here. <laughs> and uh, and Bree and Amy had a very busy day, so I'm happy they were able to make it today. So we usually just go around real quick, introduce ourselves, and just say something that we're excited about that's going on this week. Um, I guess I'll go first. I'm Helen Kinson, Merch Boss. Um, I am so excited about the Merch Wizard update. That's like my big thing for the day. Like I was out when it came out on Sunday. I was um, out with my with my husband and my stepson. And as soon as I got home, I immediately like went and tried it out. It was, it was awesome. So that's that's what I've been been working on today. Awesome. What, what about you, Bree? Um, which quick question with Merch Wizard? Um, do we have to like update the extension or anything? I caught the video real quick, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, the, there was a, a couple of updates, but the main one is that um, now it's very, very easy to relist anything that falls off. So hopefully you guys pushed um, everything to Merch Wizard before like all the UK and Germany and everything came <laughs> down. Because <laughs> um, it makes it, this relister thing makes it so easy to just uh, really quickly relist it again. It, it doesn't take long at all. Which so, is, it's funny because like it wasn't easy enough, right? It got even I know. better. I know. <laughs> we're trying to figure out like what is the big thing going to be because it was so easy, but it, it's, um, it's awesome. It, it makes it even easier because there's like a little button like right next to it and you can relist several at the same time. Like, it's not a bulk relister. It, it opens tabs, so you you have to go one at a time with the tabs. But it's kind of like the the bulk edit for the pricing, except it's bulk edit for relisting. So it's it's, awesome. it's really good. I yeah. just I realized I had photo bombers over here. Whatever um, you want to call them. <laughs> I was checking it out. Which Helen, you look gorgeous tonight. You oh, look thank you. Very dressed up. Here. I I know. It's a simple uh, black shirt, but then I put this necklace and I'm like, oh, it looks like a. Yeah, it does. It totally <laughs> looks, it looks like you're going to like a cocktail party. It looks yeah. really pretty. <laughs> Thank you. So um, I'm Rihanna Muller Green. I am co owner of designfordollars.com and also known as Merch Maverick here on Merch Money. Um, uh, just crazy week as usual, doing my thing like I always do, which. Nobody could quite figure out where I am or what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> um, geez, what the heck happened this week? I mean, today we just kind of like laid low. Poor Luna was sick. Um, and so I was home with her and I wasn't feeling good. So I took a nap not too long ago. I can't imagine you ever <laughs> sick. Like, this, I think this is the first time you've ever been sick since I've known you. Hey, listen, I can't even call in sick. I can't do it. I gotta be here. Oh, that one time <laughs> you lost your voice. I remember now, you lost your voice on one of the shows. Oh, and I showed up anyway, and it was yes. like squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> I can't miss it. Like, I look forward to doing this with you guys every week, so. But, you know, just doing the usual, brand abilities going well. Um, we're about at midpoint with uh, the people that, um, 
you know, joined in, in the beta crew. And so that means we're like doing full on Shopify build outs, which also means that I'm, I've got, you know, shiny ball syndrome, like crazy. Cause I'm looking at my brands and I'm like, huh, I need to fix this. I need to make this look better. I don't like that. You know, so. Isn't that what's I, so great about like teaching people? Then you're like, yeah. oh, I need to yeah. do this. <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, like, um, you know, there, there are a couple of uh, little design techniques, for instance, that Aaron has been, you know, showing all of us. And I'm like, you know, I still don't want to give give up these elements in my website that I like. Uh -huh. But like, uh -huh. you know, I don't know. It's just fun to hear everyone's perspective about what converts. And right. um, so, yeah, that's like the big stuff, I think, that uh, that uh, I've really been uh, focusing on in the last week here. Awesome. My merch account's a little behind. We won't talk about that one. <laughs> but now that I have the merch wizard update, I'll get cracking at it. Oh yeah, you'll go so fast. <laughs> It'll be insane. I'm, I can just foresee you messaging Amy and I and be like, oh wow, I just uploaded all 600 today. Oh, I've, I've been up every morning. I cannot sleep in. So I'm up at like four every mm -hmm. morning and that's what I'll do. I'll just, like I can do 50 pretty quick, so. yeah. I think I'm at 400 uploads a day, maybe. So we'll see. We'll see what I can do. <laughs> Perfect. Amy. Yeah. So hi, everybody. This is Amy Springer, um, known as Merch Marvel here on Merch Money. And um, it's been a pretty, pretty good, good week. I've been branching out more on Redbubble. Um, just because I like I like the atmosphere there like I enjoy how you can communicate with other people and they like comment on your stuff and you comment on theirs and it's just kind of this neat like I don't know camaraderie or whatever um aside from that just been doing the KDP thing and merch wizard is amazing I've been relisting all day today I think I'm up to like 200 right now so I'm really glad that I continue to push things out because I I kind of figured they were eventually going to come up with something like that because there was like little hints about it. So I'm kind of glad I followed my my heart and gut on that. And uh, <laughs> other than that, just been chasing my minions around all day and it's been a Monday. <laughs> so Aww. short and sweet to the point. But yeah, it's pretty That's good. That's a lot, though. You may sound like, like it was like a short week, but that was a lot you did. <laughs> well, it's like... Um, kind of having like a workflow in place that's been working well for me because I know like certain designs I want to put on KDP. So I'll, I'll get it up there. And then it's like, well, I have it right here. I might as well just go ahead and put them on Redbubble too. And it's just, it's just been working. So once I get that down, I'll probably add another print on demand platform. So. Awesome. You're amazing. That is so cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Blake, thank you so much for being here. You want to introduce yeah. yourself? Happy to be here. Yeah, uh, sure. And also want to point out that how great is it that we have like all these like merch tools and softwares that are, yes. that are doing all these things that merch yeah. like, never updates their original platform. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Could not agree more. Big shout out to Rick and Emily who's in the chat. Yeah. Um, and Phil and Laureen. You guys are all awesome. And I haven't, I, I'm not sure what's up with the KDP. Uh, what's it called the vault the book box the one that um neil put out oh the book bolt book bolt. That's, supposed okay, to be, bolt. Is, that's supposed to be releasing in like just a few days right okay okay because you're putting your stuff on kdp just on your own right 
Yeah. Okay, what, cool. What, what's yeah. Book, book Bolt? What is that? Okay, I'm assuming it's like the Merch Informer answer to KDP. So it's, I believe it's going to be helping with like research and stuff. But knowing Neil, I mean, it could be more than that even. I have no idea, but I'm excited. I can't wait. When's that come out? Um, last I knew it was like, what, like six days now? It's down to six. Hang on, I can look. There's like a countdown oh. on the yeah. website. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all very, very cool. intriguing. And it looks like they're going to, it's going to help you like, very easily just put what designs you have from merch just onto like book covers. Awesome. Uh, which is pretty great. That'd uh, be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to all these developers. Um, yeah, so yeah, really. for me, my name is Blake and happy to be on, happy to be here with all of you. I have a YouTube channel called Merch Campus, which I just kind of wanted a place to put out stuff that I've learned since starting Merch. This was in like 2017. Um, I June, Juneish summer, and what this week has kind of been pretty chill. But I'm, I'm looking forward to going to Europe tomorrow. So that's oh, exciting! Of, yeah. Awesome. What are you doing? I'm going up to. Uh, I'm going to the Netherlands, and I'm going to see a friend there, mm. and then of course just travel because I've never really been to Amsterdam and stuff like that. So should be good. Cool. <laughs> That'll be a great trip. So fun. Which, I like, remember back in my high school days, I always dreamed of going to Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> Have some fun. Going in suitcase. <laughs> Blake, Blake, where are you uh, located? I'm based in Connecticut right now. Okay. Oh, Connecticut. Speaking of Connecticut, Reagan Profit's in the chat. Hey, Reagan. He's in Connecticut too. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Hi, Steve. And Steve just bought a house. So congratulations, Steve, on your your new uh, new Where's property. Where's the chat? Oh, um, if you let's see, how can we send? Well, you could just I'll put it in the message for you. Okay, thanks. Um, somebody else keep the conversation going. <laughs> I can't do it if I'm doing this. Well, why don't we see? Um, do we have any other? We might have a couple of comments or questions here. Let's see. We should just uh, shout out everybody that's uh, watching. Yeah, let's see. We've got Steve, Emily, Teresa. Let's see here. Okay, I sent it to you, Blake. And then also, um, and then maybe, uh, Blake, why don't you tell us yeah. a little bit more uh, just about, um, I don't know, you. Like, I really don't know very much about you, um, your background and, yeah, know. Amazing YouTube channel. We know that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like the, hey, what's your deal, Blake? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love to learn a little bit more about you. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to, to share. So, like, basically, the, the way I like to think of, like, my most journey was I was working in New York in restaurants, and it can be quite a grind um, and not very what's – the, what's the word? It's like – People are like beating themselves to the ground and they're not getting paid very well. It's, it's pretty rough. So anyway, I was like, there's got to be a way to make money online. I see all these people doing it. So I kind of, that kind of began the journey. And then I signed up for merch. I kind of, I think I found it on Udemy, the Chris Green course. And then I just kind of forgot about it because it's like, it'll take a while. And then about six months later, I get an acceptance email, which was perfect because I was working here in Connecticut in a restaurant and I had nothing else really going on. So I was like, wow, this is cool. Even though I'm working like long shifts at the restaurant, since I have nothing else going on, 
might as well dig into this. And it kind of, you know, the rush of kind of learning something new and then just reading. I've just read, I think I read like Neil Lassen's blog just so many times and like the girlfriend case study so many times because like it was clearly working for her. I was like, I just need to like internalize this blueprint. And then eventually it started to pick up and, and the curve was really satisfying because like the first month, I think I made two cents. <laughs> and, then the, and then the next month was like 20 and then the next month was like a nice jump. So it was like 800 and then like, and then over a thousand. And then like in December, it was like nearly 14,000. And so it was like a nice, a nice curve. And then ever since then, it's kind of been pretty, pretty steady. And I've been very grateful for a lot of the freedom and cash flow that <laughs> merch has brought me. Awesome. So awesome. Well, we, uh, there's so much we could talk to you about because your YouTube channel is amazing and you've covered so many different, um, so many different categories, so many different things, everything from like keywords to research, to everything. <laughs> so we were thinking, um, partly because we had a Q and a last week that was fun. And then there was people that wrote more questions on that video and questions in the Facebook group. So I was thinking we could do a little bit of like a Q and a style type thing today. Okay. Um, Which, and I, I have to chime in really quick, Blake. I love your, um, the thumbnails on all of your uh, YouTube videos. Yes. I'm like, I'm like ashamed of mine. <laughs> yes. I, I roll through and I'm like, Oh, I love them. They're just, uh, it's, you know, it just stands out. That's yeah, a good. Well, how do you make them? Let's start with that. Oh, I just I just throw vectors together in Photoshop, pretty much, and then just find kind of fonts that pop. Because I I think like, you know, there's some really cool like for the exact the perfect example is like Merch Informer. So Merch Informer has probably like what, some some of the most substantive, like information based channel. But mm -hmm. like thumbnails are so boring. Like it's just a clip for of like Merch Informer. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so and oftentimes I don't know I just. I like to make something that kind of like is striking and people like want to click into it. And like, mm -hmm. I like the pretty funny and clickbaity one is like secret keyword trick and it's like a ninja and stuff like that. So more for like the click throughs. Yeah. That, yeah that, I like it. That's exactly what I like though too, because um, it jumps right out. If you guys hit Blake's YouTube channel and you go down through, it jumps right out what you're going to be getting into when you watch the video. It's great. I think Hello? it's linked in the description. It's supposed to be. If it's not, let me know and I'll link it after the show. But <laughs> I meant to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's something that, oh my gosh, I need to work on that so much. Most of the time I don't do thumbnails at all. Um, um, you so know I what I, I do just if I get lazy and I didn't do my, didn't, didn't do it ahead of time, I just use, you. is it the TubeBuddy? Yeah. Little, I mean, at least it's something, right? And then... Mm -hmm. You know, obviously you should be prepared going in and have these ready, but you know, crap happens. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just go through in TubeBuddy. I just use the um, TubeBuddy subscription and then I'll just like, you know, draw a little box and put a little text in there. There you go. There's a thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see. I'll, I'll try to jump on board. <laughs> it's, it's, about that. It's just one of those things too, where it's like one little step that if you could just add it into your workflow, yeah, you know. But it's so hard. It's just it's that so one hard. Step. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'll get there one of these days. <laughs> um, Buddy is is good. I I subscribed to it when it, my channel was pretty small, so like a few hundred subscribers. Yeah, and so they had a an option where like if you have less than a thousand subscribers, it's like four dollars and something a month, and and that's remained no matter like how many subs I have now, which is pretty, pretty nice. And so like, if you have a small channel and you, and you want to kind of get into all the 
the kind of analytical and tube buddy stuff is it's pretty good if, if you think about it yeah that and the other thing i liked about it was the um um kind of like the crash course you get in keywords for youtube for someone that is um maybe just getting started over there so you don't always want if someone doesn't know how to you know do like the seo um it was a, a real easy tool to just kind of say hey whoa okay keywords don't need to be one word or two words sometimes they're a string of words that yeah you know so definitely i i do i have so many tags so like I think I took a course on YouTube SEO. Of course, all of this is like, like Amazon SEO. You can learn it from like Google SEO, like old school Google SEO. And so like YouTube SEO is kind of the same concept. So like generally the title is probably, you know, the most important thing. So you want to put the most important like keyword string to the front of the title and then you can kind of elaborate long term, long tail. And then you put in like description and tag. Like the more times you repeat it, like with relevancy, it's just going to rank higher. And I think like, it's also like when you put out a YouTube video, the really cool thing about it, it's very different to like Facebook and stuff. It like it stays up there. Yes. Like people search for it. Like it, it grows in views. Whereas with like the Facebook and Instagram news feed, it kind of gets It away. just goes away. Yeah. 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 No, YouTube's awesome. I also like too. Because um, even that. when you do it like me where it's like just nothing, <laughs> it still grows. I mean, there's still more views. It's still, so it mm. can only get better if, if mm. I do Plus, better with um, using using those seo strategies i i'm like obsessed with this right now thinking about the fact that you can actually rank well on the first page of google because a lot yes. of times that first spot is filled in with youtube videos yes yeah right. i'm i'm actually obsessed with that too it's funny you say that <laughs> isn't right. google and youtube yeah connected somehow? YouTube. yeah they do right okay that's what i thought yeah, yeah. yeah. even advertisement wise yeah youtube ad rev goes to google Mm -hmm. the, um, so my brother's getting into SEO and I, and I was like, always like, like, like a formal SEO position, like at a marketing agency. Wow. And I was like, always telling him like, most people are not doing this. Like you can just rank YouTube videos so much more easier than like websites. Cause websites take some take months to rank the keywords and YouTube yeah. videos will go up like in a, in a week or, or a day. And so like, and like you said, it takes up a pretty substantial slot in the Google like page. So yep. like it's such a good hack to like rank for a specific. So now I think anyway, yeah. So I totally that's agree. that's such a good skill that like for everybody watching, <laughs> start a YouTube channel, learn learn uh, learn. Yeah, SEO. and when you think that's about it, I, yeah, YouTube channel could be applicable to anything. Like um, I know that I get the question all the time from people outside of our quote merch ecom world. There's absolutely like it doesn't if you have a brick and mortar or you're a physician even. There's always a way that YouTube channel can educate um you know and, and provide content or entertainment absolutely okay. yeah, yeah. Totally. or just documenting your journey so yeah weight loss whatever anything yeah. that's really good and let me just make one last point around that yeah i was thinking if anyone is thinking about kind of like starting a new venture i really recommend just if you could just kind of document it a little bit because every video that is sharing something that you have to figure out is saving someone else time. And so they're going to like, yes. they're going to look at that. And so for me, like when I found a great keyword to a website, sharing in a video is going to save someone else mm -hmm. the, the hassle. And all of a sudden you become valuable to them and they want to watch you. And then, 
Exactly. That's and, and I was going to say, and then we also, we learn in turn because there's a lot of people that will say, oh my gosh, I watched that. That was awesome. Check out this tool too. This one's another yes, free one. And then they all help of a sudden, you. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because yeah, that's, you can't you can't know every single tool and piece of software that's out there. There's just too, there as we speak, there are new ones launching. You know, yeah. so it's fun to uh, get that from viewers. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me hit you with some questions that we've gotten. Uh, we can all answer these. Um, they're just on our videos and on our YouTube channels, and some of them were directly for Blake, but. We can all answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the first question is from Stephen Chagnot, I think. that um, He has two questions. He said, if you find a niche that is completely devoid of products, but you know it will sell, even if you wait until that first sale as a proof of concept, do you like to flood that niche with multiple, multiple designs to prevent one design from shooting up to the bestsellers rank? I am out of slots and one of my shirts started selling well, which bumped my seller rank on that shirt pretty high. And sure enough, copycats are coming in now. Okay, so the, the specific question is, I'm-, I'm, I'm I know it's long. <laughs> no, they have limited slots, right? Yeah, they have I mean, limited slots, but I think he wants to know like, if you don't have limited slots, is it better to do a whole bunch so that you don't have one shirt that does really well? Cause he's worried about copycats. Yeah, I definitely, would, would say that if if you have a shirt that's selling, that's, like he's saying, like that person mm -hmm. whoever it is is saying like that shirt is selling, now they're copycats. So it's such a proof of concept. So like join yeah. that shirt with tons of other shirts. But more interestingly, I think is prior to the first sale, mm -hmm. which is kind of what they were implying is like, I don't even, there's no shirts there. Should mm -hmm. I immediately flood it? I would say not really, maybe put up five shirts in the thing. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I had a, a niche, it was like, I like to take cold showers, okay? <laughs> and I was like, wow, there are no cold shower shirts on Amazon. Oh, wow, that's a big one, I didn't even. Yeah, so I just, so it's like kind of integrating things that you kind of already are interested in. So then I put mm -hmm. up a shirt on Amazon around cold showers and it sold within a few days. And so that I think, and then I was like, okay, cool, proof of concept, throw up on the shirts. And so I feel like that's probably a good way to go about it. Like don't make it a big issue that, like you don't even know if it's selling. So just throw up a couple and see what happens, I would say. Also, I think, I think it also um, might help with um, the search algorithm and with consumers when you have several shirts within a niche because then it's, you know, there are more potential chances that they're gonna buy from you and you seem somewhat knowledgeable in, you know, tennis or whatever. If you have 10 related shirts and they're all, you know, however you brand it, whether it's a, you know, keyword brand or a regular brand. Um, I don't know. I think that helps to support you and, and not the copycats that you don't need to worry about in that case. Or I don't. What, what do you, Helen and Amy think? I actually, I agree with you. Um, if, if it's a niche that doesn't really have a lot of stuff in it, I would throw probably three to five shirts up and if they start selling, then yeah, I'm going to go all in. So, but that's, that's just proven to work for me and, and some of the niches that I'm more, um, more passionate about. So I agree with you on that. I agree too. I did not used to do that because 
I've only recently started designing my own shirts. So before that I was buying designs and they would be a wide range all over the place, all different designs. So what I'm doing now is following that strategy, but I'm also going back to all the shirts that have sold in the past from all my different niches <laughs> and making some variations and trying to make some uh, designs related to the ones that sell well. That's cool. So I'm kind of doing it uh, a little delayed, but, <laughs> but yes. That's Helen. funny because I'm kind of doing that too. I'm kind of looking at um, the backlog and and just kind of, especially now that I can easily check out the analytics and it's yeah. like, okay, you know, I actually, I should probably throw some more stuff up there and I'll like re-research the niches and go, okay, there's still room here. So I'm kind of doing the same thing. Awesome. That's I good that you're re-researching. See, I'm missing that step. I'm just like, oh, this sold a lot. Let me throw up a couple more shirts. I probably should like do a little oh, research. Oh, and by re-researching, I'm just going on Amazon, <laughs> just typing it in. I'm not going like deep in it. I just want to see what's there. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good point though. And I think that's a really good strategy to throw out there for anyone that's new to merch is that, um, and Helen, you can vouch for this in the Amazon FBA world with our replens, right? Uh -huh. So like you, you have shirts and things that didn't sell, like don't, I have thousands, right? Like mm -hmm. I, I could potentially not have any more designs done and be busy for a really long time, yeah. just reworking, relaunching. It's incredible. Don't, don't think they're garbage because they didn't sell. Yeah. Don't think that you could have launched it in the wrong season. You could have launched it in a time in which everybody was on that trend and now nobody is. And so many people don't take that extra step. They don't look at their old data. They okay. keep getting new and getting and new. You and you also getting new. maybe didn't know SEO at all. Like a lot of yep. mine, I'm like, whoa, what was I thinking? Like there isn't a keyword in this title at all. <laughs> Yeah, this actually what? happened to me today. I, I was doing the relister and I was relisting something and I looked at the keywords and I was like, ah, I need to, I need to like butter that up a little bit. Yep. And I, and I tell you, as soon as it went live, one sold. And I was just like, okay, it fell off. Nobody saw it. Nobody wanted it. And then I relist it and somebody takes it. All I did was just tweak the words around a little bit. The other so thing that, the other thing that happens to me a lot is that even if the t-shirt doesn't sell again if you put it on um, some of the other products it's it really is less competition on a lot of the other products and especially if it's like a, a, a category that most people wouldn't really associate necessarily with like sweatshirts or hoodies um, it, it, I don't know those always end up selling for me there's um, there's one that I think I've mentioned before one or two shirts that I have that were from like 2000 early 2016 right they were mm -hmm. done to death they were very simple text I resurrected the files they weren't on long sleeve shirts and hoodies and so mm -hmm. these things were like saturated beyond belief but nobody went back a year later or whatever it was yeah. and used the files on those other products and it still sells wow. yep that's cool yeah all right awesome he had a second question. Hold on, let me see. Um, second question is, has anyone been stuck at a tier when you should have been leveled up by now? I am well over 30 sales and still stuck at tier 25. Yeah, it just kind of goes on their schedule. We, we're not real sure when when it goes through. Sometimes there's um, pauses in, in the tier up. We don't... We're not privy to every single little piece or, or when during the month or during the year they do it, so... 
on average, I mean, I think you should be getting a tear up soon, but you know, we just kind of wait and be yeah, patient. It'll happen. Don't worry. Also, I don't know how many slots are full. Are filled. It, it like helped with me whenever my slots were full. Yeah. Yeah, and then I think up I think draft. I remember. I think I remember this person was saying that they are they were full, and that's kind of okay. why they're yeah. like, "What's going on? I need I need more yeah. slots." Yep. And I always just recommend just just upload it as drafts. Like, don't slow your flow down. Just keep uploading, and then as soon as you get teared up, just put them all live. <laughs> See, that's something I wish I had done in the beginning was to me just too. continue just putting things into drafts because that would have saved me so much time. I did a video on it because I it, um. Cause that's all I did. I mean, Brianna had, I was uh, ordering from VA rental. So they would just come once a week and I would always upload them regardless of whether I had slots or not. And so it's just like a nice little flow. There's a, there's a great uh, tool for drafts called Merch Buddy. Mm -hmm. And they have this really cool button where it's like, once you, you just go to the end, draft, yeah. it just goes, you click it and it goes straight to the submit page. Yep. That's so nice. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I use that like crazy. So yeah, Merch Buddy, it, it goes to the end and it also helps when you're uploading to um, premium, long sleeve, all of that because you can just hit copy, paste, copy, paste. And you can also switch out, like you, there's a button to switch out t-shirt to all the other words like sweatshirt and everything. So yep, super fast. That's another thing I did. So a lot of people, they, they don't put it on everything at first. A lot of people do the strategy of like, wait and see if the t-shirt sells. And then if the t-shirt sells, go back and put it on all the other products. For me, I was like, that's, that's too much like back and forth. Like I just want to get it all out right away. Cause I'm never going to go back. <laughs> it's just never gonna you must've had the slots then. Cause I think so, for a lot of people, it's like when you're in the tier 100, tier 500, you're still kind of like constrained. So yeah, yeah. You would probably prioritize t-shirt, but I totally, yeah. I totally agree with you now, like, especially this year yeah. when we kind of restructured all the royalties. Yeah. Like now when a hoodie sells, it's like a great payday. Like yeah. I make over 10 bucks for a sale. It's like so yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. I had a two banger in hoodies the other day and I was just like, oh, look at that 2178 or something ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, that is cool. Yeah. I'm all about the hoodies right now. I just want, I want all the hoodies. $10. I have a question for you guys. Um, just a random one because I've been playing around with it within my niche with the hoodies. Do you guys do back design, front design, both, or do you mix it up? What do you guys, <clears throat> excuse me, what do you do with that? I just do front. I haven't, yeah. I haven't messed with anything, just the front. Yeah. I have one um, local merch that I'm working with. I haven't like proactively gone after it, but one kind of came to me and they wanted designs on the back. So I do designs on the back for them. I'm testing and, that right now. And that's and what I was I, asking. Yeah, I did designs on the back for them. And I did designs on the back one time for a shirt I made. Um, I think, oh, I made it for my sister, I think. Um, so other than that, like I, I normally don't. What, um, what do you guys, uh, well, Helen, I guess, what are mm -hmm. you envisioning for the front? So I've been, I've been, um, playing with it two ways, a blank mm -hmm. front well, nothing. Mm -hmm. And then, um, a, a, almost a copy of it on mm -hmm. the front or a small version of it or like a logo. I did all of the above. So what yeah. I did is I, I made I think it's like 30 different, I mean, I did a lot of variations because they did, they wanted everything, they have a store basically. So they want these in their store. Um, so I did uh, 
all different variations and they want it to be private so that it's just like, I don't know how they're doing it. So it's not like live. I mean, it is live, but it's a private link. Sure. But I use Merch Wizard to generate the store so that now they have a link that they can click and it shows oh, all yeah, I their shirts. I love that. It's so <laughs> nice. Awesome. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't used it, or even if you have a friend that wants you to make a design for them or something, and you're making more than one, you can just put it all together in a link and say generate store. And it's, it's very, very helpful. Um, so for, for the hoodies, for the t-shirts, anything that had a back, I did one where it was like um, the name of the store across, like all the way across. And then I did one where it was like a pocket design. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, um, I, I was like looking at some of my designs and some of them I'm thinking, what the heck? I kind of feel like it didn't even make sense on the front of a shirt. I'm like, why did I put this on the front? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what, like, you know, that was the impetus behind, let's try it on the back and see, yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, well, uh, some people still want it on the front because that's what we were thinking, like, when I was talking to the person at the store, is that we were thinking it will look better on the back. And then some of the customers requested it on the front. So I actually made another, <laughs> so there's, like, three of each. That's thing. cool, though, yeah. And they wanted it on the front. So Why not, right? The power um, of what we can do with the platform. It's so easy, is, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I mean, it seems like, oh, I had to make five more products, but it's like, click, 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 like it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, who, old time radio archives said, the listing isn't obvious enough about showing front and back to the customer. People don't know that it's double-sided. And I kind of agree with that. Like, yeah. if it's a store, it's different. Like, they're able to explain it, or they'll, they're able to have one on display or something like that, so customers know. But um, but if you're just making them just to sell on Amazon, it's it's a little tricky. The one cool thing you can do is if you are out uh, doing pod in other marketplaces and are using a production partner like Printech or Guten or whoever. Wait, does Guten go to Amazon? I think they do. No, no, maybe they don't. However, if you're using um, a production partner in Amazon, you can create mockups over on Amazon and put them on Amazon Seller Central that are going to show the um, sweatshirt on someone like with a back and a front yeah. in one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Another great thing is to do um, either a Pinterest ad or Facebook ad or how, whatever you're using for ads and show like a mock-up of somebody um, showing the front and the back. Um, I've done that before. Well, I haven't done that for the front and back, but I did that when it's like a couple's shirt. When you yes. When you need to show something that's harder to show just on the listing, it Pinterest really helps for that. Um, and <laughs> I totally forgot. I actually ran a Pinterest ad on one of them and I forgot about it, but I was like, why do I keep doing so many sales? I'm like, that really must have like done a good <laughs> job of like people naturally sharing it. And I finally realized and I was like, well, at least I know the ads work. <laughs> Which, <clears throat> and that's another thing too, we could, <laughs> briefly talk about do you guys are you guys running all of your ads for merch I used or, no? to. or do you or do you not run any I used to and it, it was really good actually I, I like lumped all my best sellers into just one yeah campaign, yeah and it worked really well but oh that's interesting so you put it you did you just say you put them all in one campaign yeah I, I just like all the proven sellers I had that were uh -huh. consistent sellers like you know they would sell every few days or whatever I just put them in one campaign and it just kind of like accelerated that. That's that's exactly what I do. And then I do a niche campaign too. 
So I do one where I choose and I target and I'm really researching, you know, the keywords and all that. And then I do a bestsellers as well. And then I pay attention to the conversion and then crank it up on the ones that it's converting well and then turn it off on the ones where it's, it's not converting well. But do you do like individual each shirt or do you like do it all together? I, I do like, it sounds like Blake and I do the same way. Like I literally just have bestsellers campaign for one of the campaigns yeah, and everything funny. is just like, boop, boop, boop. it might like be one about a spider and one about a dog. And so one, I was wondering about that because I've heard mixed things. So, so you guys think that that works fine to do it that way? I mean, you can set up several campaigns. So like I would set up several. I like to have a couple of different things going on because then what I'm able to do is, you know, you can compare the data. I like to see, you know, what what does um, Amazon do when everything's automatic versus, you know, what's it look like when I'm plugging in the keywords? And then I just keep comparing the results and turning but things off and on. With the automatic campaign, I felt like it needed to be shirts like within the same niche if they're in that same campaign. But maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It worked, it worked for me. I, I think the way it draws the keywords is it, it just it's just it from the listing and the listing, and then it okay. kind of generates what it assumes. And that's why it's kind of important that you actually have a good listing if you're going to yes. know. I think that's my problem. I don't think I do a good enough listing. Like SEO is just like not my. A thing <laughs> and that's like the worst thing to not be your thing because you need you need SEO for YouTube you need it for shirts you need it for everything so when I do automatic it's, it's usually like spends too much or it's not that good so but and I'm like well that's because my listings not good enough are you doing it on like proven sellers because that was the difference for me yeah that's true I and I, and I actually I, I just her in both too, Helen. So what I, you could do is start with your best sellers and then mm -hmm. make, I throw in some new ones and gather data. What I was going to tell you is when you run your report at the end, you can see like, you know, whoever you could see your conversion rate for each of those, even though they're not all within the same niche and the same keywords. And you can mm -hmm. see what that person typed in to get to it. Yeah. Well, and then you you're not And sometimes it's like, Oh, that's not even the keyword I was using. <laughs> but they still hit my listing because maybe I had one little piece of it and it converted. And so what I can do now is go back in and say, Hey, everybody's using this same string over and over again. And I don't have it in my, I don't have it in my listing. So I'm going to go back in there. Yeah. Make them yeah. Even better. By That's what I need to do. In the beginning, I was only doing my bestsellers and it was before the, um, uh, what was that thing called? Um, where all the listings had that problem, uh, Sorry. Monday, Monday before the Cyber Monday thing so I had it on listings that had been there for a long time and it was like perfect <laughs> like it was like five percent eight cost or something like it was ridiculous like and yeah. it was so good oh. and then it was set you know it was around that time so I was trying to add in a lot more shirts and stuff because I just wanted to boost it on everything so I started doing ads on shirts that hadn't sold yet and I started trying I kept running those ads on those shirts that used to sell really well and then they lost their ranking so then it started costing a little more to boost them and anyway my a cost went up but but now it's kind of like I'm working back down to to get it back down but it's all uh trial and error <laughs> we'll see um yeah I think people often will undervalue what an ad can do for a shirt because if you just get a couple sales on it like 
Amazon will really like tilt in your favor after that to serve it to customers. Yes. It's, it's strange. I've, I've seen that a lot. Uh, so I, I would say if you have it, like really, you know, try it just to boost some shirts. Cause then it, have you it, tried the um, UK or Germany one yet? The, the ads for those? Yeah. No. And I'll be honest, I've been super like inactive in those two markets. Yes. So I think I, that is something they are having a webinar on the 13th, everybody, I think. So a reminder about that. It was one of the uh, dashboard updates. I'm pretty sure it's the 13th. Yes, I saw that. So we, we all need to watch that. I I sat down the day it came out or, or the next day and I went to go set it up and it didn't work right away. Like I must have done something wrong and I never went back. <laughs> so I have to like sit down and just set that up. Um. But I'll probably watch the webinar and just set it up as I'm watching that. Um, I think right. it's, it's worth noting because I I go to Europe sometimes. Like I'm originally I was born in France. Mm -hmm. and it's really not as prevalent there, Amazon, as it is here. Right. So it's like it's like a double stack because you have it's pretty consumer culture here in America. We like uh -huh. to buy stuff, but also uh -huh. Amazon is everywhere. And so right. so in, in Europe, people buy less stuff, but then also they don't really know Amazon that much. So it, right. it's like a huge growing opportunity but yes i i mean there's two ways you could look at it. you could look at it like oh it's not good there but i think it i mean starbucks was able to have coffee in china and have it grow like right. it's big there and now there's a whole nother competitor that came and nobody in china drank coffee at all and so it's like you know things change you just yeah. because it's not like that right this second doesn't mean it won't be and so many people talk about 2015 was this like big time in merch and everything and i'm like do you understand this is like 2013 in europe like this is early if we can get the shirts up there it's like you're early early and i think it'll just keep i think amazon will pick up speed in, in europe oh yeah um, totally yeah. Well, I mean, so. some of the most amazing print-on-demand marketplaces outside of Amazon are based in Europe. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> I think it will continue to, like you said, just Grow. gather momentum. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting when I was in in the UK. Like, people were not excited about it. So it was, it didn't, I wasn't sure, like, what the, uh, like, how everybody would be thinking about it in UK. But they, they're still only excited about the US. So I'm like, this is it. I feel like it's a huge opportunity. Like it seems like so far there's not a lot of people excited about UK or Germany, even the people who are German. So <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a huge I open think that, opportunity. I think that's baffling merch as well. Because yeah. they work really hard to like launch these marketplaces. Yes. And they're like, why is no one excited about this and contributing designs? I yeah. think that the balance is completely skewed to the US. Very skewed, very skewed. And it's weird because it's like at the same time that it's so skewed to the U.S., it, you hear everybody complaining about saturation. I'm like, there's literally two wide open marketplaces, like so wide open. But I think people have an idea that um, uh, that it's just not going to sell there. And I'm like, have you tried? Like, have you looked at the keywords in Europe? Because the, the American listings that went over there had no, like, U.K. Yeah. words, no, no. German words, like nobody sat there and looked at the SEO to see like, what are those searches? There, there's wow. like, uh, like the most basic thing is like, go to Merchant Former and it mm -hmm. pulls keyword data from those specific marketplaces. Yes. So it's like, for, I remember one, one time just to try it out, I pulled it from, from Germany. Uh -huh. I, I just did like, I love, 
and I uh -huh. so I came up and I just made designs for all those keywords and immediately like a few of them sold because there you go guys that's the nugget of the day just yeah. do that because everybody's listing came down you know as some people might still have some up but the vast majority have come down that's a good point so I've been losing hundreds a day I think lately yeah so it's um there's always two ways to look at things so well, and I'm, I, uh, there are a few, you know, I'm not going crazy on either of the marketplaces really. And I'm not, you know, for me, I think I would have to just completely like be, it, it's almost like starting merch all over again. And, and so I think that's an amazing opportunity for people. I think you can grow over there, but you got to treat it like you got, like you're treating us platform, right? Like you got to put in the res a little bit of research and design. But what I'm thinking is I'm also taking, um, some of my best sellers that again maybe like trailed off a bit because of saturation and taking a look and moving them over there and whether they translate or not i mean we'll see and um i know you've probably heard this a lot but like for instance the dog niche has sold really well for me moving it over to some of the other marketplaces but i think I think there's a potential to do amazing, amazingly well over there. I just don't think anyone quite has stepped up and really started to like lead the brigade and like research and getting into niches and things that might sell well over there. I think people but, are just not thinking long term enough. Like I think yeah, you're looking at your results and you're like, oh, I sold this shirt once and it's been up for yeah. six months. Instead of being like, oh, I, I locked in a spot on page one in UK yes. and as the business grows in UK and more and more people start using Amazon I'm on page one for I mean not forever but you have a big head start because your shirt has been listed longer and it's getting you know you're it's gonna be easier for you to show up than somebody who loads a shirt three years from now let, let me give you a good example. So I have talked to a couple of people that, um, and one in particular from Germany that, um, and this is outside of merch, this example I'm going to give, but it's on Spreadshirt. And so you have what? Spreadshirt US, Spreadshirt Europe. And um, he has the same designs on both platforms. And Spreadshirt Europe blows Spreadshirt US out of the water. For sales mm -hmm. because of the saturation mm -hmm. and for every I want to say for every one and this was this was a ratio that used to exist for a while in merch for every one design I think he can count on one dollar commission so like for instance if you have a thousand designs on average on spreadshirt you're up they're decent designs if you have a thousand you can expect a thousand in commission if you put in the time and um and start moving designs you know and listen now somebody's gonna go do that and say it sucks but <laughs> there are several <laughs> there are several people and i think it's a it's a powerful example of you know what what could potentially happen on merch if you've got you know one company spreadshirt two different platforms this one's saturated this one's not put the designs yeah. on both and that testing ground has shown that there's still a lot of potential yeah and same designs you know yeah but I think it's um it's only gonna grow. But you yeah. nobody can predict the future. So I mean, who knows? Maybe it won't. But I um I just you know it, it just because it's not big there right now. I I just don't. I feel like 
that's a good time to get in there though right i feel like it's it's the beginning and it's gonna it's gonna grow a lot more i i don't think that um that amazon would have started it there if they didn't think there was any um demands so i i'm i'm gonna keep working at it that's all i know what what could be a cool i'm actually curious and maybe we can hear from amy because she's been a little quiet um (laughs) like where do you think merch is going in the next few years and also maybe what you would like to see uh merch by amazon release in terms of like new products or functionality i would love to see tank tops um i would like mugs too but i can see that being a headache i think you know merch is it's still a baby and i think that we're in at the right time i don't I'm not too worried about oversaturation or anything like that. I think as long as you're willing to like get better and do the work and research, like you can, you can do really well. And I think that's true for all the different marketplaces, but um, I know I would just love to see a ton more products, but also like an easier upload process too. Cause I mean, going one by one by one, especially if they do add more, you know, it, it can get tedious, but it's worth it. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, oh, I don't know. You want to go. What do you think, um, Blake? What do you think? Where do oh. you think merch is going? Yeah, I think that's a, a, a pretty s- simple issue that they can solve. Like the idea of like one upload, one design that they just put on all the products at once. And, it, and it'll benefit them because they want us to upload on the other products. And the reason we don't is it's so clunky. So like if, and like all the other POD sites do it. You know, it's like what, like Redbubble, right? You put one design up, it's on like a hundred products. So I feel like that's probably where we're headed, and you'll probably see like a lot of like bulk editing stuff, which I'm. That's th- what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. It's so surprising to me, like three years into this thing, that you can like edit multiple listings at once. So interesting, and then probably like future, just like tons of products, and then I think also will be interesting. Maybe I think like you'll have, you might have like a T-shirt. Like the product page will be a t-shirt but then you could select different products on that page so it'd be like oh you like the design but i want it on a hoodie so rather than have like all these separate like product pages i think they're gonna they probably eventually might lump it together just like things like that which would make it easier for us and the consumer yeah. and then hopefully tons more products because like we only have five so i almost feel bad complaining about you know the upload process because they have given us such a great platform with incredible organic reach but you know, that's like number one on my wish list would be just easier uploading for everything. And and like Redbubble, where you don't have to have like a million different sizes, like you can if you want and have the option of selecting a different file, kind of like Redbubble allows you to do. So I don't know, maybe. I I just I, I'm I'm always like the the big Amazon fan. <laughs> so take everything I say with a grain of salt, but I I think that it is is going to get really big because we're we haven't even gone to Canada. Somebody said that it's not even in Canada yet. It's not in most of the world. Yeah. So we still have a lot more marketplaces. We still have a lot more products. We still have like so much more growth. So, and I've seen Amazon grow over the years and, and uh, they do a good job. So I'm excited. I was going to say, uh, 
I think I, I agree with everything that you guys are saying too. And that I really do believe that there's going to be more of an effort um, with the Merch by Amazon platform to make it more conducive for brand building. I really think that ultimately they want to, you know, we've got Merch Collab. Um, you've got brand, a lot of, uh, you've got brand registry in, in regular Amazon Seller Central. And I think that this, I would love to see merch by Amazon somewhat tied in to all of this on the back end, just to support brand building um, in a more business-esque way, like, you know, simplicity of uploading, making it okay to have employees in your account and really be able to treat it like a business and a brand. Yes. Oh my God, um, that'd be so Yeah. <laughs> so I have been... I talked to you guys a little bit about this last week too, but um, I got the firm numbers on the um, e-com event in LA for just one dime that I'm speaking at that Seth Kniep, um holds. I had um, mentioned that there would be Amazon executives there and indeed four from brand registry. And that's wow. never, never, ever, ever happened. And they agree to a Q and A. So, oh my god that's gonna yeah, be amazing i'm super pumped i'm gonna have I'm to like, think of questions for you <laughs> yeah and they're from specifically from brand registry um and so that's why that's been on my mind too because i'd love to ask them like is there is there some potential there to you know and i'm sure there is i mean um that's where all of the other platforms um lend themselves to which by the way is another thing have you guys ever been able to count the number of platforms there are on amazon and marketplaces is crazy there are uh, really so be like many ways to make money on amazon yeah so many we have From to have a video show about that there's some of them that when i went to amazon headquarters in october didn't i didn't know. even know they were departments and i'm like i don't even know how you get to that where do you get to? and and well, that's it's something like spark like amazon spark has slid in there somewhere and there's like all these little things that are i think out the there. plan the plans are to tie it all in yeah because yeah because right now it's not you can't go to like you know amazon.com programs and see like you know brand registry and amazon custom and you can't you can't see all that in one place but yeah. Yeah, you just you gotta know. scroll down. <laughs> <I've done that. laughs> you scroll really far down Amazon.com and then you just see like tons in the footer, all these strange things. That you yeah, know. and you're like, wait, when did this come out? You know, like um, some of the influencer pages. I've had an influencer page for years before I was even an influencer. <laughs> because I found that, like Blake said, scrolling down through, oh, I'm gonna apply to this, see what it's about. Um, so it's just shows you there's amazing things on Amazon. So amazing. leverage. Yeah. And it's like, you never know if they're going to take it seriously or not. So that's why I was like a little worried yeah. in the beginning. Cause it was like two years and we hadn't had any new products and no new things. Yeah. But now they're starting to roll out more products. Like last year was quite a few new products and platforms. So, um, I think, I think we're going to get this year, uh, a bulk editing. Update. You think so? That's your prediction? Well, that's my yeah. Fingers crossed. But like, I, I'm pretty sure they mentioned it at the conference, uh -huh. and that was in September. And then yeah. they also mentioned at the conference that they would try to roll out a product at the end of the year, and they didn't. So there'll, there'll definitely be like a product as yeah. well. What's your time. What's your product must have? What do you guys <laughs> need like right now on merch? Oh, good question. 
You know what else? Okay, with the exception of tank tops, raglan sleeve, like the um, three-quarter sleeve shirts that are yeah. really, like the baseball style, like those yeah. are really popular right now. I love right those. Now. Yes, that would be awesome if we Yeah, tank those. tops I just want every there. product. I want all the things. They all sell, yes. I, I, I'm leaning towards um, at least what I see on a lot of the other pods that are selling for me um, are, uh, well, mugs obviously but i would love to see leggings over there yeah i think that that and would hats. be really yeah yep. i really i mean if you look at how many people on amazon right now have private labeled like and are really getting into leggings and mm -hmm. like i mean obviously like yeah it's, it's huge market. it's huge it's huge yeah yeah all right guys couple more questions i know we're running slow on time but i somehow i've only gone through two of them we have like six <laughs> okay um one more question from youtube was when you publish the same t-shirt on merch by amazon redbubble t public and so on do you share the social media links social websites on all the links i, I i'm not sure I, I don't think i do that anyone else want to answer i'm what? all organic if that's what the questions about like i i'm all organic i don't run anything i don't even put anything on pinterest i'm terrible <laughs> i probably should but i don't i don't even run any of mess ads i have a workflow set up where if i'm no matter what i'm doing if it's on youtube if it's on pinterest and it was just something that i had to force into action when something is created listed wherever it is it, it gets shared immediately so and a lot of times if you pay attention to like for instance if you upload a youtube video the share links are there cross up right is mm -hmm. that is that what they were asking about sharing yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and and it is just something that you have to well first of all you have to set up your accounts so but so but would you share the same product um from merch from etsy from redbubble everywhere or you just pick one of them oh yes i share them all you share them all. Okay. Absolutely. Even if yeah. it's the same exact Even product? Even if it's the exact same shirt, you share So, like, you have a cat shirt on Merch and a cat shirt on Redbubble, you'll share both links? Not, well, yes. Like, on Pinterest, absolutely. Or um, I'm trying to think of another example. Not on, like, say, your Instagram page or something. I don't even share all of those links, period, because for that, it's all content-based. And then you're just dropping in links every once in a while. You don't want to overwhelm your audience with links to a bunch of stuff. Um, so sorry, in my head, I'm thinking of search engines versus social media, search engines like YouTube or something like that. And Pinterest, I'm sharing everything everywhere I can, but that's on a actual... very good, very good distinction. So that's, that's the perfect answer. I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a search engine, share everything always yeah. because it's there forever when people are searching. If it's not a search engine, you have to be careful, like, Correct. you know, be strategic with what you're posting. Perfect. Can I make it quick? Just to yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you if anyone is like, because I'm thinking people in the low tiers, sometimes they get a bit frustrated. I mean, we've all been there. Uh -huh. And if you look at like the posts in the merch groups, pretty much all the people who are in like low tiers making sales were like making Valentine's Day sales. And so if you want, like, I would not. If you're in like you know 10, 25, maybe even hundred. Just like why not focus on the holidays because you have tons of organic traffic that come there and all the people posting results who really have only like and they're only coming from like one or two shirts are mm -hmm. like, like the holidays so i would definitely recommend like just try to, to get more slots why not focus on that like it's kind of it's like low-hanging fruit that's yeah. what i recommend 
And then you can revise your strategy as you move, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just to get you through the tears. Totally. Yeah. Totally agree with that. Yeah. I I did not do that. I did all uh, organic, not organic. Um, I did not. Thank you. And it, so, it was so much slower progression. Like, Me too. It was slow. It's yeah, hard. definitely uh, trends or holidays or things like that. Definitely. And there's a guy, like, I think Bo Pollard, our yes. holiday saint. Like, yes. he really, he's almost like, as far as I'm aware, like, he really just doubles down on like holidays. And that's yeah. where he makes the bulk of his. Like, he's very smart about it. Like, he will look ahead. So he's not like chasing a holiday that's about to come. Like, he'll, he'll do research and he'll do it from the year before of like exactly what's selling and everything. When it started to take off. Yeah, when it started to take off, like he's he's really good with all. And that's a perfect example too of an alternate uh, merch strategy where somebody is kicking butt and just doing something different than maybe us, you know, and it works. Yeah, he was also just very um, consistent and uploaded a lot. Um, so it sounds like he treats it like a business. Yeah, yeah consistency exactly. is consistency is good. Um, all right, let's look at these questions on Facebook. Oh, Julie wants to know when you're posting another video. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna get let you off the hook. All right, I've gotten like emails about that as well. Um, yeah. Honestly, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've shared pretty much as much as I know about merch. Um, there's always stuff you can. I can always talk about it for a long time because I went. I went through the whole learning process for months. Mm -hmm. But honestly, as far as I know, not. It's like not in the foreseeable future. I don't know what else to talk about. Well, everybody loves your videos. So if we oh, yeah. ever I, change your mind, you're excellent with it. I appreciate um, the views. It's great. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so it's funny because like, you were talking, sorry, earlier you were talking about um, going back and reading the case study on the Merch Informer blog. That's how I am with your your YouTube channel. Like I'll just if I'm like in a slump or something, it's like all right, I'm gonna throw up Merch Campus and just like binge watch all your videos. And it, it's been really helpful. So I I kind of I'm in the camp that I I hope you put up some more content too, even if it was like another like over the shoulder or something, because yeah. you really you really do have something amazing to offer the community. Yeah, oh, thanks so much. That's great. You're very good at making the videos, and you're very good at explaining things and creative and all of that. So, well, and that's yeah. it. Amy, <laughs> Amy, you pointed out a really uh, good uh, example too of like again, if we get viewers that are new to merch that come in and they say, "Where, where should I go? How can I learn? I don't have much money to invest right now." Hit up Blake's channel. Hit up our channel. Watch, just watch videos. Listen while. you working like I, I tell everybody that has messaged me with questions I'll just like here's some homework go watch merch campus like <laughs> it, it's all there yes and I have posted some of your videos um I do have a tip of the day thing and some of your videos have made it into those tips of the day you've made the big time <laughs> <laughs> tip of the day yeah, I mean, I would always recommend people to like, especially when they're starting out, like learn as much as you can. Like there's so much stuff. You can just spend hours learning in the beginning. It's totally worth it. Like it'll pay off. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And since you're so good with, with SEO, you should just like do a video on every single holiday, even if it seems like it's like repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> like, it'll help your videos show up and it'll help people because they might not think, like your video about doing a Santa hat on things, like that helped a lot. I hadn't really... 
Yeah, I, I I did so many Santa hats, and it they wow. all sold. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Yeah, so stuff like that, just like little tips for holidays or little. Uh, there's always something. I mean, we somehow we've done a show every week, and it's like I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. Well, and you know what? Brings up new stuff. I think we forget how many new people are constantly coming into the community and we talk about it so much that it's second nature. And so mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I feel the same way as Blake sometimes. I'm like, how many times can I show this same keyword strategy over and over and over and over and over again? But the reality of it is it's always new to someone. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's always like a slightly different way you say it or something. Like I'll still listen to Grant Cardone or whoever, and they say the same thing every time. <laughs> <laughs> how it's slightly different, or you're, I don't know, if they're in a different scenario or something. So it's a little bit different. It's still entertaining to listen to. And uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I always, you're always in a different place every time you listen. So yeah. You kind of pick up a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, unless you're, if you're focused on something else, totally understand, like, <laughs> we all have different lives and different things going on, but, but if it's just a matter yeah, of, no, you know, no, what pre no about, pressure, yeah, <laughs> it's just six like, minutes of us pressuring you. <laughs> yeah, and you can also do, like, the, like, a collab with somebody, like, have a guest on or have something, because sometimes it's fun to talk to other people, too, like, um, sometimes that'll give you ideas. Yeah, I really like what um, RJ and Matt do. Uh -huh. I just yeah. think it's, so, it's so cool. Like they're both like they seem very dedicated to like sharing what they can to the group. Yeah, I, I think it's it's super super cool. So I think they're both doing really well as well. Yeah, it's such a good community because it's like there's so many people willing to share, and and we all learn from each other, and and everybody's been like so nice coming on our show. Like, um, good people for sure. Lots of good people. So, all right. Did we hit all the questions? I think so. Did you have anything else you wanted to tell everybody or? Me? Yeah. Anything you want to share? Anything we didn't cover? Um, I mean, well, I've, I've definitely been thinking a bit more bigger picture about the journey to, I think what a lot of people are doing is just trying to create like new income streams. Mm -hmm. uh, like that's really what it is like the first time you hit up merch i mean of course if you're lucky like amy's super into design and that's really mm -hmm. great not everyone is is as into that they're kind of more kind of technically they just want to generate income so i'm thinking like you know merch is awesome and if you can dedicate yourself to it for a few months please do but also like there's so many ways like we were just saying before to like make money like Amazon has, like you said, like a gazillion programs, and that's just Amazon. You know? Yeah, and there's all the other platforms. Yeah, there's all these other platforms. It doesn't even have to be e-commerce, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, like one thing I would definitely recommend, if you're okay with, like, talking to, like, like a video or something, it's like if you can document whatever journey you decide to take and help people who are going to go down that road after, you will probably get rewarded in some fashion. So, mm -hmm. like, whether it's a blog or, like, YouTube. I really like YouTube because it's, like, sticky and it grows yeah. over time then you could really make that like a passion, like just share what you're learning, maybe have a link there, which is an affiliate link and bam, like you have some income. So like to kind of be, to think a bit more open about different ways that you can, you know, bring some freedom to your life. That's what I would probably want to say. Yeah. 
Perfect. Yeah, and I'm sorry, yeah. there's one more question I totally uh, missed. Yeah, no, it didn't have to be the closing. <laughs> no, but that was the perfect closing. I so, know, it was so good. It was so good. I'm like, I can't ask this question now. But <laughs> Jessica Ryan, and she wrote like this whole thing. She's so sad she had to miss this show. And she's like, make sure you ask him. I'm like, darn it, I almost did. Um, she said, I hear a ton about building and maintaining systems. It seems like systems are part tool and part self-discipline. I know Merch Wizard has been instrumental in holding me accountable for staying organized and knowing where my designs are without having to upload to a platform I can't control, as well as significantly spe speeding up my upload process. What tools and practices have led you to your success? What else would you suggest I get as a must-have tool in addition to Merch Wizard? Wow, that's a good question. Yeah, I, that's a good question. I feel like Merch Wizard is helping so many people, and I've actually never, never used it. So it's really cool that that is making a big impact for me. Like, I, I'm actually, I really like to. How can I make things as like, because I'm quite lazy. It's like, how do I make it as easy as possible to get the maximum impact? Uh -huh. So I guess in terms of a system, in like a micro sense, let's say I'm approaching Halloween, and then I find a phrase that I think would sell then like my system would be to hire a, a VA to make that phrase in like the merge informer design tool and bust out like hundreds of variations. And then on my part to create the merge list of profiles, which I would just have to edit the title, tweak the title. So I can upload hundreds of shirts a day. And, and I know this is much more of kind of like a micro example of what you're asking. Cause I'm thinking you're more bigger picture. Um, but that's that's I would definitely yeah it's like if you can systematize like certain elements of the merch thing to get huge things like that's what I did this Halloween and I uploaded hundreds of shirts just based off like very simple like phrases and it worked out so well I was, so like that's I I don't know if that kind of adds anything to your question but that's kind of how I would approach it I think that's great. Does anybody else have any uh, systems or, or tools that they, well, Brianna's like amazing with a system. She's got a whole spreadsheet and everything's like boom, boom, Well, boom, boom, and you boom. know what? It was um, Merch Wizard introducing me to Airtable. And so, of course, I use Merch Wizard for merch, but then I went and created this whole system in Airtable for each of my brands. And so then what I can do is have uh, VA or, or whoever, it could be a family member, a business partner, pop in there and everything is in there. I mean, mock-ups, ads, uh, titles, key product features, um, it's all um, itemized as to like the products that I want in my Shopify store and in my Etsy store and how much I want them priced and everything is just, and so they move themselves in the Airtable from left to right and that is the way in which each of the consecutive tasks are done. And then it's it's based on designs. So one design, where is that moving through this uh, list of tasks? And then, um, yeah, so that's how I, I do it. You could do it with Google Sheets, though. Um, I mean, I, I did that before I knew what Airtable was. That was the easiest way for me to create a system to, to help myself, whether it was for phrases, whether it was for designs, whether it was for working with an employee, use those boxes, like step one, two, and three. Work it from left to right or from top to bottom. Awesome. Yeah, I and also just staying consistent. So whatever you decide to yeah. do, like just try to have some kind of goal every day. So um, I'm a little not perfect with it right now, but there was a period of time where I just was like, every day I'm uploading this amount of shirts, and it's just like, as long as you just keep doing it every day, it just it keeps growing. 
make make it manageable too like and give yourself like an actionable task don't say i'm gonna work on merch today what the heck's that looks like like you need to be more specific about what you're doing yes yeah so mine was 20 shirts a day and now i'm like why was it only 20 like that's like nothing so i'm trying to do a lot more now but but even the i mean it was it was consistent and that was good that was well, I remember when 20 was insane. Like, yeah. But when you think about it, we probably didn't have a system. Any, like, I remember uploading, and then I'm literally just typing it in. And I'm optimizing it as I go. Oh, let me open up another tab. Like, I had no organization, like, no copy yeah. and paste. It was just, I was making it as we were, you know, seeing it in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. We have come a long way from that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have like a, a kind of like a core template that I um, just like, you know, the, the list of profiles. So you just mm-hmm. have like a shortcut and then just fills it out. I basically have a, a pretty simple one that I use now for like any shirt that I would upload. And it's, it's basically based off a video that Neil Lassen did um, where he said like how to, how to write your keywords or something. It's like very simple. I think he put it out fairly, I don't know how recent, but it's like super good. It's basically everything that I do is like in that video. Um, I also wanted to add, sometimes good sellers fall off the map and you're like, where do they go? <laughs> mm-hmm. And what's what I've been doing lately is I've just been like tweaking prices. So I'm super lazy. And so many times, like all that is enough to reset the thing and then the shirt will start selling again. And I, that, that was one of the videos I shared. Okay. <laughs> I was yeah, trying yeah. to remember specific videos. I shared that one about changing prices because you were re- doing that video right around the same time that I was discovering that. And then other people are like, yeah, we've been doing that for a year. And I'm like, oh, I miss, I totally missed the boat on that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly simple. It helps a lot. And if you guys have Merge Wizard, that Merge Wizard helps tremendously with that because it'll turn red if you, um, well, I don't know with the update, but at least before. As of before the update, it would turn red. It would act like you hadn't pushed it to Airtable, even though you had pushed it to Airtable. If Amazon ever like has your listing come off for some reason, like they'll sometimes if your if your shirt hasn't sold for I don't know I don't know exactly how it works, but I'm guessing if your shirt hasn't sold for like a month or two, it'll just come off like not officially off, but it'll just like not be available oh, to be sold. Right. Yeah, I was running traffic to one. Yeah. <laughs> It just won't be available to be sold. And when you change the price, then it is available to be sold. So that's why it's like, oh, it's working because I'm changing the price. But I used to have to do it just like I would just change the price for a lot of shirts and have no idea which ones that was helping and which ones it wasn't. But then with Merch Wizard, you can see exactly which ones have been kicked off because it'll turn red. So then I'll just change the prices on the ones that are red and not all the other ones. And it's fine. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've basically been doing that like by niche lately because I've been super lazy. I've just been going back to like niches. So like I'll take like let's say the elephant niche, and then I'll just like edit the price of every shirt in the elephant niche, and invariably I will sell one of those elephant shirts that day. And then Which, the next day I'll pay. By like the a way, Blake, I prefer. I don't think that's lazy at all. By the way, I think it's okay. smart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when you're like, "Yo, I'm lazy," I'm like, "No, he's efficient." Figuring out ways to like do business efficiently. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm big into into the price. It's so weird that that happens. Yeah. Yeah, super weird, but it that definitely does help. So thank you for making that video. 
Thank you for all these tips today. Yeah. And um, for coming on. It's so fun to talk to you. Yeah. Really Thank nice you. to meet all of you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Huge fan of yours and your channel. So thank you for, for joining us tonight. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Thank all right, guys. <laughs> I think that that wraps it up. Not quite as good as, as Blake's was before. <laughs> before you added one more question in there. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys all for watching today. And uh, we'll see you next Monday. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye.